The following episode contains strong language and scenes of violence. Previously on Masks and Mayhem. There's a very poignant silence as you're walking with Yarkalen. So what's on your mind? Things are better now between the land and Atlantis, but our people are suffering. So it's gotten worse with the insurrectionists? So much worse. Father is slow to respond and even slower to accept that change is needed. I need your help, Yardak. Help me convince him to step down. I have your back 100%. I think there are definitely changes that need to be made. I do feel like your father will be very opposed to just stepping down. You went pretty much straight to Atlantis to continue your training with your old friend, Ula Bryn. Oh, my girl. Let's go. And she has taken you into her like inner sanctum area of, of her residence and is just showing you many different texts of ancient Atlantean religion and information and art, runes, all sorts of things. What more can I teach you, old friend? As you're walking in, you see Director Bullard is, again, a very much smaller location just like a handful of desks because only there's only a handful of agents now stationed in Riverside City as opposed to the you know the many and what was essentially a major thoroughfare for Union previously. My boyfriend is still here though, right? Correct. Agent Alan Rickard does still work there. He is not there currently though. I imagine that like the underground is just like a freak mutant version of that. So given the, the number of uh, unliked folks and, and marginalized folks that ended up there, uh, have the Midnight Gang ever been through there? And has uh, Vapor Cap ever been in there? I would definitely imagine yes and yes. Yeah, not that, you know, not that we were necessarily going to run into him, but it was just a, he's disappeared for the last you know, almost two years now. Where, where, where better to disappear to? y'all back for another thrilling adventure on masks and mayhem everybody introduce yourselves no one else is rushing too so hi everyone i'm brock balea also known as Laserhawk. i'm a sad working on not being an alcoholic anymore father of one divorcee oh and also a superhero with these other chuckle fucks <laughs> while nowhere near as witty uh i am yardak uh ambassador of atlantis uh part-time fish part-time boyfriend to yardamo and here to party <laughs> Part-time fish. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ruby Lawson, also known as Visual Aid. In my day job, I am a filmmaker who currently works on a production of the show Space Cadet. And in my other life, I have illusion-based powers, and I can also make items. And I try to save the world with, you know, the rest of the gang. The gang trademark. The gang trademark. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's kind of jump into it. We're going to have a bit of a time jump from our last adventure into the far off future of March 2022. I'm going to start with Laserhawk. What have you been up to? Uh, 
first and foremost, trying to spend as much time as possible with Carl. I'm still very much in trying to make up for disappearing and going on a revenge tour mode. You know, just trying to actually earn that dad of the year mug. Uh, beyond that, I, I actually meant to message Rachel about this, but I imagine that Brock has probably been working with Pam and Ruby to just train, teach them what I know, since I'm a bit of an old vet at this point. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. I also, and this is something that I'm probably going to need your okay on, RC, but I also imagine that on my downtime, you know, maybe trying to take a more active life, or a uh, more active role in the uh, life of another child who I think needs it, and uh, maybe trying to train Mosey to be my new Kit, since Kit's not always around, and sometimes I need a guy in, in the chair. Well, I think with being so far away and also a child, uh, being a very smart child, I think Mosey recognized what you were trying to do. And actually, I know, I think Mosey directly pinpointedly asked you what you were trying to do so that you, you couldn't lie to him. That's fair. He was not super into it. He's, he's got too much going on with the uh, underground radio revolution. Yep. So, so he, he politely declined, though he's, you know, never against you, maybe reaching out if you need some underground uh, assistance. Damn, I was hoping to be able to use that voice more. Yeah, I know you were. <laughs> Stick to your own voice. <laughs> I play a significantly less interesting character than Mosey. Alright, so Blazerock's gonna die, we're gonna have a random weird time occurrence that Mosey grows Don't up. Don't fucking tempt me, Robert. But the main thing, you, you talked about spending time with your son, you talked about, kind of tell me more about what was going on with, with Pam, and, and I guess Ruby, are you along for the ride? Yeah! Well, I mean, I figure that I've been training Ruby for quite a while now, at this mm -hmm. point, like, what, the better part of a year now, right? Yeah, because during one of the other time breaks, we said we trained together. Yeah, so I figure, you know, it might make more sense to rope Pam into this, since she's kind of like an unofficial member of the gang at this point. She's gang adjacent. Make sure that, like, this is the kid who I rely on when we need someone to cover something that we can't. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want to try and take a more active role in, like, making sure we're all training together, we're all kind of on the same page. Just shit that I learned, uh, shit that I learned overseas. Okay. Is Yardak part of this training at all? Does Yardak want to be part of this training? Well, I, my character was, I didn't know that this was a thing, so TFTI... But uh, I had my own... I mean, n none of us were supposed to know what the others were going to say before we came into this. I mean, I could definitely imagine that I've extended the olive branch out to Yardak on several yeah. occasions. Whether or not he's had the time to take the offering, that's on him. Yeah, like, not, like, as heavily as Ruby, but, like, in the whole, like, if I'm in the neighborhood. Tell me, then, what form does this training take? Give me an idea of, like, some of the things that are being done for the training. Just on the field, uh, I imagine that a lot of it is probably Blue Cross gang activity, since these guys are like fucking cockroaches, they don't go away. Mm -hmm. So, just like, alright, here's what we're looking for, here's why we're looking for it, once we actually move in, like, you know, do what we have to do afterward, here's why I did this, here's what I think you could have done better, da-da-da. Probably inviting myself to a lot of sass, but, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I've worked with a lot of people. I'm just trying to, you know, and even using the opportunity of, like, I'm sure Pam a few times has been like, okay, but you should have done this. So a six-month company review. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. What are your expertises again? Law enforcement, military, streetwise, and history. Okay, I want you to roll me a persuasion check and a military check. Okay, uh, going in that order. Persuasion is going to be an 18? 17, I'm sorry. You said hist- er, military on the second one? Well, I, w- I want to do the first one first. Um, you said, what was the total? 17 altogether. Yeah, you know, spending time with Carl, I think you've kind of been involved maybe in helping out with some school projects, you know, because you, you seem to be kind of, uh, even when you were far away, you were pretty pretty good about, you know, helping out with schoolwork, extending that passion to your son. I think that's been going really well, and he- f- Is he receptive toward it? He's very receptive toward it. He's feeling like- ah! You're feeling like re- you're feeling like you're really bonding with him, uh, and and you're going and you're going close in a way that that kind of reminds you of what it used to be. Oh, I don't even care if I shit the bed on the second roll. This is the best news I could have gotten. You guys are great, but that's my boy. And now let's roll that military roll. All right, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yep. Yeah, I I think that these training exercises have been like perfect examples of like how to act in the field. You know, obviously I can't tribute to exactly like it's not going to improve ruby directly or pam directly in a, in a mechanical sense right but i think y'all are starting to work together as a unit maybe you know with how well you did we might even see that come to play in terms of maybe like a circumstance bonus that i'll give you when you try to work together in some way later on i like to imagine that to some extent ruby and i have developed like some kind of a code for like her illusionary skills solely because that's something you almost pegged us with on the episode i've been editing you know, with the whole Bugs Bunny reference, just like, okay. Technically, that should have been an insight roll and a, and a sleight of hand roll um, for, like, innuendos. I had given Shauna Ortega from Channel 6? 7. Se- fuck. My phone number, in case she needed me for anything or, like, anything happened. So one day, Shauna called me in a panic because she was in the middle of, we'll say, a shootout with uh, the Blue Cross gang across town. And... She called me and, like, told me what was happening, so I rushed over to help her. After it was dealt with, uh, I did a quick interview for her so she could uh, put a little segment up on the news in in hopes to, like, rehabilitate uh, Union's image and get more people on our side. Yeah, let me have you roll two water whip attacks and a persuasion check. Okay. Two water whips. We got, what's that? First one is a 14... Plus 10, so 24. Ugh, 7. So 24 and 17. Okay, so let me, let me before we roll that last check, let me, we'll kind of narrate a little bit. Uh, so yeah, I think Sean Ortega, Channel 7 News' intrepid reporter, she called you because she got a tip that the Blue Cross gang was actually trying to expand into the nearby small town of Mountport. Not in my town. Well, their town. Oh. You know, she got this tip. She didn't know if it was 100%, but she also knew, like... You guys have a lot of familiarity with the Blue Cross, so she called you. I think you went down in, did a little investigating, found them, broke in, just, like, made quick mincemeat of this operation. <laughs> Got them all arrested, and then roll me a persuasion check. Unlike you're a sociopath, you didn't literally mincemeat them. Okay, 18, and what was my persuasion? 9, 27. 27, Okay. Not only did the interview after the fact go really well, but the civilians that were kind of in the area all took notice and were, like, just super grateful that, like, a big name like Yardak would come and and protect, like, you know, this small little town. You know, it's kind of a little far away from the big city. 
Um, so that was like really good. And I think you also spoke really well about like you're thankful to Union for their supporting of you. Like even though Union wasn't there for the event, mm-hmm. uh, you were able to talk it up in a way that made Union look good. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it, Pennington. And what was that total? <laughs> twenty-seven. Hey, you both, you and Brandon both got twenty-seven for your second rolls. Ruby, clearly, you know, you've been training with Laserhawk, but what is some other things that maybe you've been up to? I've been in my personal life. I think I've been training with him a little bit as well, but I've been, you know, hanging out with Agent Alan Rickard. We both uh, went, we went back to our respective homes together to go see both our families. Since we're both from the South, we kind of made like one big trip out of it. And we were also like training while we were out there. Oh, okay, so you were training with Rickard, you know, even, even when you're out of town, you're taking an opportunity to really focus on your uh, on your work. Yeah. Um, so you trained with Rickard and also went back to Texas. Yes. And I was like, and also uh, still working on Space Skidda and starting not nothing too big yet, but starting like her latest script. Okay. I want you to roll whichever one you prefer, athletics or acrobatics. And then you're also going to roll a filmmaking check. Okay. We're going to do acrobatics because that is better. Okay. I think uh, the trading with Laserhawk went better. 13 overall. With the acrobatics deck. Okay, 13. So I think Rickard at one point on your trip down had you guys kind of pull off to the side like he saw like an abandoned barn. And he kind of like created a, a role play scenario for you to like try to try to work through. Like, you know, these two beams are civilians. These are bad guys. Like run through this area, use your powers and whatnot. But you kind of tripped up during it and you kind of were in the middle of making something when you tripped up. Long story short, it caused like the whole barn to collapse. Like you had made a weight. It fell on something. The barn collapsed. Like Rickard just got you both out in the nick of time. Time. This poor man's gonna get back in the hospital again, <laughs> and and it kind of soured the trip a little bit. Like not not the whole trip, but like you know that next little day of the trip. Hopefully, that was just on the road trip part, and not when we were with each other's families. I mean, I imagine it was either on the way to or on the way back from. Do you, does his family like me? I guess it's a real thing. All right, you know what? I'll have you roll a roll a persuasion check for that, and then we'll do the filmmaking check. Well, thank God I rolled a lot better there. A natural twenty. I'm a goddamn delight. Yeah, you're getting along really well with uh, with his family. His mom made that like really nice quilt for you a while ago, mm-hmm. and now like you know you guys have been together for a little while. She's kind of making little comments, kind of of like family heirlooms around the house of like when this is in your home, <laughs> like just like once or twice, just like little comments that come off that way. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, his family fucking hates barns. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so filmmaking. Uh, yeah, roll a filmmaking check. I have a lot in filmmaking, so... 23. Yeah, I think sometime after you arrived back from visiting Rickard's family, they were starting to, like, wind down production, and you're just making a really good impression to some of, like, the executives and stuff that have been around with how the show's going. Okay, and then I was also... Because I, I want to say this show hasn't quite premiered yet. I imagine that it's going to be... It's going to be a summer replacement premiere. Okay, that makes sense. Like, it's kind of a soft launch because, you know, the, this show hasn't been around in a while. Mm-hmm. I would say around February is when you uh, when you had that like really good impression. Okay. So that's kind of what you all have been up to. Meanwhile, things with Union, you know, again, have been kind of scaled back. There's still a lot of kind of ongoing negotiation with that as to what their new limitations are going to be and, and how they're going to be deployed for things. They've been operating at this kind of uh, low capacity for a little while. The restrictions haven't seemed to have impacted anything on, on y'all. Uh, it hasn't seemed to cause an issue, given, you know, you're, you're, you're a fairly independent group to begin with, but... Let them try and wrangle me. Go ahead. 
Well, remember, they were never really the limitations were never really on you to begin with. It's just more limiting limiting the support you can get. Yeah, that's because they picked a battle that they could win. The other thing I think that you found out, Laserhawk, was that Data Kraken had been working as part of the prosecution, actually, on the Union case. Not in an active way, uh, but he was actually, like, the one gathering intel for them as they made their case. And he sort of offhandedly commented it to you, like, kind of thinking you already had known about it, like, thought that he had already told you kind of thing, and just, like, absentmindedly mentioned it. Just, wait a minute, fucking what? Rewind. Yeah, Brock, I've been working on this case for a while. You know, I told you we couldn't really talk about it, I think. I understand not going in detail. A bit of a heads up would have been kind of cool there, kid. I, 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 I thought I did tell you. I, I wasn't, this wasn't like a pr- purposeful secret. It was just like, you know, work. All right, fair enough. We've, we've known each other for years, Brock. I don't, you know, I'm, I, I, I forget shit. No, that's fair. That's fair. All right, that explains a few things about why they won the case. Yeah, sorry about that. I, di- I didn't bring it up because I, I thought, you know, pour, put, put, putting salt in the wound. No, no, I, I, I fucking get it, dude. All of a sudden you hear, weren't, weren't, weren't. Uh, Brock, I, I gotta go. I gotta, this could be big. I'll, I'll be back. I'll talk to you in a little while. Good luck, buddy. And yeah, what are you up to on this crisp March morning? All right, kids. So the thing about War and Peace is that your old man actually never read that one. That's a big fucking book. Um, <laughs> Dad, it's it's fine. Like like you don't you don't gotta worry. Like I'll read the book. I'll figure it out. Like I appreciate all the help you've been giving me. Well, you know me, kid. Just your schooling is, with the exception of your happiness, my top concern. Can I edit the scene so Ruby's like near, like maybe they were training and Ruby's nearby when this happens? Okay, because I, ima- I imagine this is a phone call from. Yeah, I mean, I can be on speakerphone here. And I, well, not even that I, not even like she just heard like uh, Laserhawk's part of it. Okay. War- I was like, warn him about the, t- when he just starts ranting about Napoleon near the end of the book and forgets about the plot for a couple chapters. Oh, hey, my buddy Ruby, you remember her, right? Yeah, yeah, she helped me and Mom move, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, apparently there's gonna be some giant rant about Napoleon, just sort of power through that, I guess, according to her. She probably knows more about this shit than me. She seems like she's read the book. Uh, am I on speakerphone? Uh, do you wanna be? No, no, just to tell her thank you for me. Okay. Hey, my kid says thanks. Welcome. And uh, by the way, if you can find copies of the book where they take those rants out and put them at the end so you can actually just read the plot... But I don't know if your teacher wants you to do that. I'm just going to read the one they gave me, but thank you. No problem. Uh, I'm going to say that Pam is not there. Is Yardak there currently? Hey, Yardak, what are you up to, big boy? I don't know. I can be there. I got nothing I can think of real quick. You're suddenly getting a call on screen from Kit. Hey, Kit, I got to call you back in a little bit. Work stuff. All right, Dad. I'll talk to you later. All right. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Bye-bye. And I hang up and I answer. What's the situation, Kit? Oh man, <laughs> I, got, I have a I have a treat for y'all. Should I put you on the speaker? Yeah, 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 yeah. Put me up on screen. I throw him up on screen. Everyone say hi to Kit. Sup, Kit? Yo, what up? Brock's in a great mood because he's been having a great time with his kid. Don't get used to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I wanted to call you right away. I thought this was gonna be a big deal. Who? I'm glad your friends are there with you. Who's up for a little uh, road trip? Hell yeah! I'll bring snacks. I'll get the van. 
I have been uh, tracking. Oh man, I have been tracking a uh, uh, the whereabouts of a Mister Vapor Kappa. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Brandon's face. <laughs> uh, he he showed up in High Wind for a moment, but then he disappeared. I didn't want to. That was when I you know I had to leave real quick. I was checking up on that to see if maybe he was reappearing. You know his old haunts. No, it, this is kind of a big deal. Uh, he is showing up near Blackbrush, California. Where does that name sound familiar? Brock, Brock you might remember that because that's where, that's uh, you know where the Big Iron is. Oh fuck! They're they're not in there right now, are they? I don't have the clearance to find out, but if I had to if I had to mm. wager a guess, there's only one reason why he would be hanging out near there. You know, such a secure facility. We gotta get going now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll I'll start arranging uh, some travel. Uh, I'll, I'll figure out you know give some alerts, but I wanted I wanted you to be the first. Yardak, you are also starting to feel a little bit of a rumble in your pocket. Okay, I pick up my shell phone. Yeah, it's a, it, so it's the Ripplecom. Ripplecom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying I didn't know if you actually meant your cell phone or no. I said shell phone because I forgot the name. That's why I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you were making a joke. So it's Ula Bryn. Hey Ula Bryn, uh, what's going on? Yardak, you fucking hear about Vapor Kappa? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my young friend. Have you heard from from the prince today? Is he is he there with you? No, he's not with me, and I haven't heard from him in a, a, a little while. Okay, not n- uh, neither have I. We it's been been some time. I was thinking maybe he had made another excursion out to to see you all. I, am I catching you at a bad time? Uh, slightly, but I mean, what's going on? Oh, it, it's it's probably nothing. But you know, he has been trying to persuade the king of late. And uh, I don't I don't think they are seeing eye to eye. That's why when you know when he left, I was concerned that he was, you know, uh, going going back over to you. Yeah, no, he hasn't shown up here, but uh, uh, I can give you a call if I see him and you give me a call if you hear anything. Of course, of course. I um, and you hear a knock, knock, knock. Oh, I thought you meant like at the hut. <laughs> you hear it on her end. She goes, I um. All right, I will. I will reach out to you soon. Take care. All right, goodbye. I'll talk to you later. And what are y'all doing? Who's gonna call Ruby? Just Bethany calls. Hey, shitter's clogged. <laughs> you had made, you know, a comment about getting the van, so I didn't know if you were taking, trying to take the van to go get vapor capper or something. Well, you said road trip, so I said van. I didn't know if you actually wanted to drive to, uh, cause uh, to all the way to California. <laughs> Look, you can't well, confine this a quicker way. As much as I love the idea of a road trip episode, unfortunately, he said the magic word. It's fucking go time. Yeah, you're probably loading stuff up onto the van, waiting to hear back from Kit, right? I assume, are we going to try and get a plane? Like, California is a really long way away. Literally three days if you're hauling ass of driving. Okay, yeah, yeah, but I mean, Kit said he's looking into the travel options. Okay, okay. But I just wonder, what what are y'all doing to kind of prepare? I definitely imagine that this at this point, I've created a very complicated uh, feeder water system for the dogs, so okay. I'm checking on that, making sure that's okay, and trying not to let myself get <laughs> how you Everyone expects Brock to react. Brock's been having a good couple weeks. He doesn't want to immediately fuck that up until it's time to fuck that up. What about the other two? Are y'all doing anything outfit-wise or, or uh, you know, equipment-wise? Or Ruby is making herself a toiletry bag. Like, physically making it. Okay. Can I just say that we said, like, the production is wrapped up on Space Cadet, right? Yes. So, don't have to worry about work right now. Texting Bethany and Rickard, like, hey, th- actually, they both know about Vapor Kappa stuff, so I'm going to just tell them the truth. Sure, sure. 
that vapor cap I was seen in California. I might have to head that way. All right. I think, yeah, right after you finish sending that text, all of a sudden, right in the center of the laser hut, a large gold and blue portal opens up. Oh, is it the crafter? When the fuck was that installed? <laughs> and it's kind of ebbing and flowing in, in a blue and gold, uh, almost like a webbing for a few moments. Can't, I know you can hear me. What the fuck is this in my hut? What? I, I did What are you talking about? Right as he says that, you see a figure jump through the portal and land in the center of the hut. Uh Uh-huh. My solar shotguns are ready. And Yardak, it's Ula Bryn. Hey, girl! Except it's not Ula Bryn like like you've ever seen her. Even from just a few moments ago, her clothes are deeply muddied, covered in blood. Uh, Her hair is just long and uh, very matted, and, and she has a manic look in her eyes. Oh, it's been so long. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> God damn it. And when you say that, she whips around and sees you and says, Oh, thank goodness. Yardak. Ula Bryn, what the hell? What happened? What the fuck's an Ula Bryn? I, A person. Um, this is all wrong. I, um, um, we, you have to follow me. Please come with me now. N- now? I, get, I, the future of Atlantis is at stake. I go. Not Atlantis, Yardak. The world. Fuck. What? All right. Sorry. Vapor Kappa can wait. Oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And she's kind of whipping back and forth. She looks at the two of you, Laserhawk and Visual Aid, who I imagine is in her hero garb by now, or she wasn't already when she was training. Uh, And she reaches out and touches the both of you on the shoulder. And you see like a golden light radiate from her hands for a moment when she does. Ma'am, this is a laser hut. (laughs) You're going to need this. Trust me. Is this some kind of breathing apparatus? I'm guessing. Is that right? And she whips her head back around. Yes, yes. In a manner of speaking, yes. I'm going to ask you all sorts of questions about this later. Yes, no no need for basic questions. Dive right in. Oh. All right. I guess I'm going to send Kina text message because quickly, like... Before you can even send that message, suddenly two more figures pop through the portal. Oh, what the hell? Who is it? These are two really big guys. Like, we're talking, like, a good couple inches taller than Yardak, built... Covered in a purple armor. Lady, are those yours? Decidedly not. She whips her hands around and forms them into two water swords. Water swords! I want a water sword! Hold up, are we about to see an Ula Brim fight scene? Hell yeah! Fuck shit up, girlfriend! Oh, it's Yoda all over again. Let's go. Let's go. The two guys sort of just dive right at her, pulling out their own water, and they go to slash at her and she catches it with her own and immediately slides water underneath herself, like her remaining water outside of the two swords, Mm -hmm. catching the three of you in a wave and pushing you into the portal. Fucking hate that! Yardak, find them. Find the tablet. And that's the last thing you hear before you go through the portal. Can I try right before the portal closes to put the two people attacking her in a box? <laughs> no, I think it just it caught you all like so unawares, but you're each gonna get a hero point for that. That's fucking cool. So then we all have two then. You all now have two hero points, and you've just fallen through the portal. Now this is cool. I wasn't about to go fight my arch nemesis or anything. This is perfect timing. The gang goes to Atlantis. Are we in Atlantis? No, we're in the portal, Ruby. You fall through this portal and you land and it's very dark out. Portals! You can't quite see where you're at right now. Spark. What do I see? You're in the laser hut, sorta. Are we the fucking upside down? (laughs) All of the equipment inside is broken. There is also a couple more of these guys just sort of like on the ground. The guys that just attacked Ulabrin. Everything is covered in a fine layer of dust. Yarnak, what the fuck is happening in my hut? I have no idea. Great. What the hell? 
What is happening? Do you guys have time magic? I sure don't. Maybe she does. She's significantly older than me. So that's, like, not off the table. I am going to take my phone out and see if I have reception. You do not. Okay. I'm guessing none of us would. N- none of you would have cell phone reception. I would like to poke my head out the window to see if there's a young Victorian boy running by so I can ask him, You boy, what day is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I imagine that if you, not, if you, actually you can stick your head out the window because most of them are broken. Well, how is that any different than the regular laser hunt? <laughs> I was like, the regular laser hut looks uh, looks presentable now. Remember, it was the old laser hut that was truly yeah. a rundown warehouse. Oh, I know. I was just being a butt pipe. Uh, but yeah, I am going to at least look outside to see if everything else is as fucked as this is. It is. Everything, like, your mouth falls agape at the sheer level of destruction that looks <sighs> to be in Riverside City right now. What like, the hell? entire areas around you are flattened. Parts of it are sinking into the ocean. War never changes, huh? What? is happening can we get some answers please the two figures the ones similar to the ones that you saw attacking ula Bryn, they begin to stir a bit from being on the ground oh yeah there's two butt pipes here i get my spear and put it against the one's throat yeah i'm ready to fuck shit up ready to make knives i i start making a fucking sword do me a favor roll a roll a creation check not twenty. It's a really sharp sword. You made the fuck out of that sword. In <laughs> fact, it's even it's even a little it's a little tougher than one you've ever made. Like I think just adrenaline must be spiking here. You have created Excalibur. Yeah. Dun dun dun. So I guess so. Are we not in Atlantis then? I was so excited thinking we were going to Atlantis. I f- fucking shame. <laughs> Whatever's happening, I'm not loving the state of my hunt. Look outside, and I want to see: Are there any cars, specifically my van outside? As far as you can see, no intact vehicles at all. Lots of just junkers, missing tires, or, or, you know, the hoods are popped open or just rusted to hell. Dope. It looks like a lot of parts of Highwind. Look, you're not wrong, but I don't appreciate you pointing it out like that. I... Oh, God, if this place looks like this, imagine what Highwind looks like right now. And I go, oh, my God, what about, like, Bethany? What If this place looks like this, what does my apartment look like? And Ruby, I'm not saying that those aren't valid concerns, but maybe we can focus on these things operating in the middle of my very fucked up hut. The two guys begin to stir awake. Fee-fi-fo-fum, tell me what the fuck's up, son. (laughs) You will put down your weapons. By decree, you are breaking curfew. What? I'm gonna ask you a series of very basic questions, and you're gonna give me a series of probably less than basic answers. Do we have an understanding? So you have made your decision. So be it. Uh, all right, I guess we choose violence today, boys. Indeed we do. Yeah, everybody, uh, let's roll initiative. Then cowabunga it shall be. Unnatural 20. 22. 32. Okay. Uh, Laserhawk, you're first in the round. So how close are they? Like, together? I mean, I imagine they were uh, together to each other. Yes. Yeah, I imagine they were kind of sprawled. So, like, I think based on your what your description was, I was imagining that... Yardak was near one with his spear to the throat, and you're near another, and Ruby's kind of in the center. So, like, if I was imagining them in a line, it would be Guy, Laserhawk, Ruby, Yardak, other guy. Damn, I was hoping I'd be able to clothesline them both at once. Well, they're on the ground still. Well, I'm going to kick it in its barely manifested head before it gets off the ground in the hopes of keeping it on the ground. Okay. Well, I guess this wouldn't be a taser fist so much as a taser Pele kick to the fucking head. Okay. I haven't heard somebody reference Pele since the 90s. (laughs) Roll for kick. 
26. What was that, 26? Yeah, 26. I don't know why I felt like you needed the goblin voice. That hits. What is the DC on your damage? Taser Fist is a 25, buddy boy. He shoots, he scores? Yeah, you get one good kick in. You dent in the helmet that he's wearing a little bit and kind of knock him, but he he looks pretty steady still. Like he's like you kicked him as he was getting up and it didn't really break his stride too much. Mm, well, that's confidence inspiring. Shit, I wish I could call Pam right now. Pam's probably a badass in Waterworld. When you look at him a little closer, you can see this one has kind of a jagged scar going across his, his helmet. Neat. Um, are you doing anything else then? I guess I'm gonna like hop back a little bit so he can't just immediately slaughterize me when he gets up. He's gonna have to move toward me to slaughterize. Amazing. If that's all you're doing then, Yardak, it is your turn. So I take my spear and I press it against his throat even, like, so he can feel the point in his jugular, and I'm like, alright, who the fuck are you and what are you doing here? You do not get to ask me questions. Stand down and I may let you live. Well, I seem to be the one with the very sharp implement pointed at your jugular, so I'm gonna be the one that calls the shots right now. Again, I say, who the fuck are you? Like an ancient weapon of that kind could even pierce this armor. About to pierce your ass with my foot, homie. Would you like to find out? What are you actually doing, though? What is your What action are you doing? Is this your turn? Are you rolling intimidation? Like, well, I feel like they're not going to be intimidated. Maybe a strength check? Like, I press it and he feels like it would pierce? Or would that be intimidation? That would be intimidation still. You can have a level Mirner hobo as a treat. As a treat. Okay, fine. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Intimidate. Okay, so 13 plus 8 is 21. I really thought we were going to Atlantis. I know. (laughs) Based on what I'm picking up here, we might be in Atlantis, and they've just grown. Not what I meant. I thought we were getting special things to breathe underwater, like... I I thought I was going to fight a Kappa. We don't always get what we want in this world, Ruby. He does not seem phased by intimidation, uh, which is your standard actions. So what are you doing next, if anything? I got nothing. You're just staying put, like where you're at? Yeah, with my spear, Adam. Visual aid, it is now your turn. So they're wearing that armor like there's not really a part of their body that the armor is not at, right? Not that you can really see, no. Like even the joints seem pretty well protected. Um, hey, you said their face was perfectly exposed. I know where my next hit's going to be. No, I didn't. I could see the scar across the dude's face. No, the scar was across the helmet. Oh, Whoa. fuck off. So, wait, are their eyes covered then? Yeah, imagine it's sort of like a Boba Fett type helmet. Son of a bitch. But they can see out of them helmet, right? Yeah, I said imagine it like a Boba Fett type helmet. Okay. <laughs> well, could I fucking, I'm trying to think if I could blind them. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, you have no way, you could, yeah. I guess you could try to roll like an insight check, but that would be another, a standard action. Or no, sorry, insight is a free action, so. I'm just saying, if you wanted to, you could roll insight, which would let you give you a better sense before you. Uh, this is more for flavor text and not like an actual sight, because I think that would be my action, right? If I stand there like I'm a ready to strike with the sword, and then like move my hands up really quickly to do a razzle dazzle. That would be deception. It sounds yeah. like, or yeah, I don't know if that would which count. would be a standard action. Yeah, I think that would be my standard action if I did that. If you want it for flavor and it doesn't have any mechanical benefit, then there's no, it's a free, it's just flavor. If you want it to actually mechanically benefit you, you're going to have to do deception first. Wait, can I do, if I use one of the hero hero point I just got, can I do standard actions? Is that how it works? Yeah, yeah, you can do an extra standard action and then not, not have it fatigue you. Okay. You can do an extra, you can do an extra effort standard action and then use the hero point to negate the fatigue. Okay, would that count as like a deception and then do my attack? Yeah, you can do that, exactly. Okay. So I'm going to psych out like I'm about getting ready to like go with a swipe 
But then I move my hands up and go blind. And and to which one? The one that Yardak's attacking or the one that Laserhawk's attacking? Because you're kind of in the center between both of them. Yeah. Did either one of them look more beat up? You'd have to roll an insight check for that. I mean, I did kick one of them in the head. Yeah, sorry. That's the only one that's been attacked directly. Whichever one has the scar across the helmet. That'll also be the one with the dent in the helmet. Yeah, the one with the dent in the helmet and the scar in the helmet is the one that Laserhawk is going after. I'm doing it after that one. It's an opposed roll. So okay. you roll and then I roll. So Roll well, little dice. Shit, I forgot I had a lot of deception. 26. Yes, deceive him, my child. Then blind the motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so that makes the target vulnerable to your attack. Uh, what, what attack are you doing? Razzle-dazzle. Razzle-dazzle? All right, so that's one that I roll against then. What is the DC on it? 19. When they're vulnerable, which is what your uh, deception did, yep. you fainted and made them- it halves their defenses. <laughs> and what was the DC again? 19. 19. Oh, boy. <laughs> what is the qualifiers on there? Like, it's three things in a row? Impaired, disabled, unaware. There we go. Puts his hands on his helmet and just screams, Ah, God! Damn it. Hell yeah, bitch. Is still like kind of working on getting up, but he looks very disoriented. Whose weapon seems so antique now? For the benefit of those with flash photography. He makes his way to his feet, basically lets out a chain with a hook on the end, and goes to kind of just swing it in your general direction. Oh, I hate how cool that is. Who's, who's your general direction? Oh, sorry, Ruby. Uh, that makes sense. And so what is your dodge plus 10? 20. So, like, literally, the hook swings and comes within, like, an inch of your face, like, just going right past your eyes. I'm gonna say I do, like, a Matrix move out of the way. Yeah, yeah, like, from your perspective, the whole world slows down for a moment. (laughs) So that was his turn. The other one that is underneath Yardak. You mess with the bull, you get the spear in the throat. That's the first Sedlanian that's been underneath Yardak. Hey. Uh, Yardak... What is your parry plus 10? 18. He dips up real quick, grabs your spear, like grabs the end of your spear to hold it away from his throat. And as he he uses it to kind of pull himself upward, like rolling up it to try to get you into a headlock. Like he kind of just rolls his way up. The fuck? Okay. Uh, So you're going to need to make a contested strength check now. So roll and add your strength. uh, 22. Describe to me how it looks when you rebuff him trying to get you in a headlock. I thrust my arms up and off to the side and then sweep them across to knock his hands away from trying to get me into a headlock. And with that, he kind of takes a step back to kind of get closer to his other brethren. And can I say, I as I do that, I then like take my spear and hold it up again? Or is that a no? Yeah, no, that's fine. Your spear can okay. be where it was. Yeah. Like you're just kind of like, get, what a defensive stance, I imagine. Yeah. And give him like a, like a bitch without saying it. <laughs> So wait, wait, you want to, you want to make sure he, uh, so if you could roll, um, and, uh, he's going to roll an insight check. Yeah. Roll for bitch. He failed his insight check, so he's not 100% sure what you mean. If anything, he thinks you might be coming on to him. Depends on what he does. So yeah, they've backed down together. You've held up your spear in a, in a bitch come at me manner. Yeah. And it's at that moment that through the skylight, three more guys in the, that kind of armor crash down. Stop putting holes in my hut. Man, why do they- I keep rolling the same thing for each guy, so they all have the same initiative. Are they all low? I mean, yeah, but still. Yeah, I'm fine with it, baby. So yeah, these three guys land, sort of backing up the existing dudes. They're next in the initiative, so that actually worked out. Awesome. 
I think actually I'm just gonna have all three of them. They're all gonna do the same thing. They all release the same kind of chain with a hook on it and swing like in an upward motion at all three of you. Oh, no. No, thank you. First one is going for Laserhawk. Uh, parry plus 10. 16. 16. All right. That one makes contact. I'm going to do Yardak next. Fuck. Parry plus 10. Yep. 18. 18. Misses. Yes, thank God. And Ruby. 20. Hits. Damn, you got a high-ass parry. I do, but what the fuck? Yeah, how is hers higher and she's the one that gets hit? Oh, that just rolled better? Yeah, for Laserhawk and for Ruby, make contested strength checks. So I'll do Laserhawk first. (sighs) I rolled a nat 20 for this, so 23 altogether, thank fuck. Fuck. Unnatural 20. So if that's the case, Hook comes down and kind of just like cuts your jacket a little bit, uh, Laser Hawk, but doesn't actually catch on you. Motherfucker, that's probably gonna be hard to get fixed here. <laughs> but the other one, meanwhile, Ruby, comes swinging down and like rehooks to itself and now he has like a grapple on you. Rude. Um, so it doesn't hurt you, but like you are in, you are grappled now with this chain. Can I, my like hands are still free though, right? Uh, one is. Something I want to do that has nothing to do with actual combat. I would like to make a new jacket for Laserhawk. Don't let's worry about that later. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, cause that's an action. I know, but I just want to do it for fun. You know what? You gotta, you gotta follow your bliss, I suppose. <laughs> um, but it, it is Laserhawk's turn now. So I want to, like, as he's swinging the chain, kind of, like, grab it, pull, so, like, I go toward him, and then I want to punch him twice in the head and use a hero point so the extra effort that would take wouldn't fuck me. Alright, it's gonna be three rolls then. First is an acrobatics roll. I'm gonna have you roll that to see if you get, if you catch the chain. The one time you get a nat one in acrobatics. <laughs> Bro, I'd still have a 19. God Damn. Yeah, that's gonna be 30. Alright, yeah, you caught the chain, and then roll two, uh, taser fists, and I assume is what you're doing. Two punches to the head it is. That one is going to be a unnatural 20. Okay. And that one is a 19. <laughs> yeah, so both hit. Oh, dope. DC 25. DC 25. I was nervous. Yeah, both hits are successful. Oh, get fucked. Took that right on the noggin. You've dented this one's helmet in a little bit, too, with your superior strength. I'm trying to knock your helmet off and look these fuckers in the eye. I want to see the fear. I mean, I think you're going to have to make the actual effort to rip that helmet off if that's your plan. Fuck that. I'll just punch it off. If I punch it enough times, it'll fall off. Are you doing anything else? I think that kind of counts as your turn, essentially. Yeah, I was about to say, that sounds like pretty much everything I'm going to be able to do. So I guess on, like, Yardak, I'm just going to call him a bitch. <laughs> Yardak, it is your turn. I want to get my water, make uh, a water lasso to throw and loop around his neck and just fucking gank his ass to the ground. Alright, uh, roll that as an attack check first. Are you going for the one that attacked you with the hook? Yeah. Alright, you also have noticed, in fact, that for that guy, uh, one of his hands is actually a hook. Oh, love that. Okay. Wait, so the other ones, they have hands that are holding hooks, and his hand is actually a hook. Right, they all have hooks that are on chains. His his actual one of his hands is a Ooh, hook. Ooh, he's the leader. So yeah, I want to focus him. Would this be water whip or just, like, water creation? Uh, water whip. Okay, so 27. 27, okay, and what's the DC on that? So you're specifically trying to ensnare him and pull him and knock him down to the ground. Mm-hmm, 24. And so just to be clear, if we're doing this as a water whip, you're not going to be able to, like, you're letting him go after you pull him down to the ground. Like, it's just that's just flavor on top of your attack. Yeah. Okay. All right, and what was the DC again? 24. Yeah, I just want to smash his fucking head into the ground. Yeah, yeah, you were successful, so uh, you smashed him right down to the ground. Hell yeah. And just for flavor text, I want to kick dirt on his face. Okay. We said it was real dusty. Yeah, it's real dusty in here. Mm-hmm. You kicked dirt right all over his helmet. Mm-hmm. Leave my hot dust alone. Hot dust. Then if that's all you're doing, then visually it is your turn. Are they both still up? Four out of the five are up. 
Okay. There's the one that attacked you. There's the one with the hook arm. There's the one that tried to hook Yardak. There's the one that Laserhawk just double punched. And then there's the one with the scar on his helmet and a dent on his helmet. And isn't that guy still, like, blinded? Oh, yes. Thank you for the reminder. Fuck it. Am I going to make an anvil? <laughs> All right. Over which one? One of the ones that show up. Don't know which ones, what order they're in. On. All right. Well, I just gave you a rundown of who there are. There's the ones that attacked each of you individually. There's the one, the scar on the helmet and the one with the hook on the arm. A scar on the helmet is the one that's already impaired anyways, right? Correct. Okay. Well... He's fine for right now. So I'll do the one that attacked uh, Laserhawk, I guess. He's fine. He's got his tablet. Uh, I would like to drop an anvil on his head. Because he seemed to say, like, I, I think it would be hard to stab any of them. Wait, which one are you, are you dropping the anvil on? Sorry. I just, I said the one who attacked Laserhawk. The one who attacked Laserhawk? Okay. Um, also, I'm grappled, so it's hard to get away. What would be the DC on the anvil? <laughs> what a ridiculous statement. <laughs> <laughs> what is the difficulty class of the anvil? Uh, Fucking no. So 17. Oof, clobbered to the ground. Yeah! Good. Well, 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 that's all, folks. Brock is so proud. I also like to imagine that part of Brock's training was like teaching Ruby more one letters. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Ruby, are you doing anything else? You did one standard action. And also, you're down to a single hero point now because you used the one. Or no, sorry. Who all used hero points? I know Laserhawk did. Them too, not me. Um, is, is there any way to use my move action to get ungrappled? Well, actually, yeah, you do just get a general, like, str- you do another uh, strength resistance, so we can just do that. Okay, how, how do how do? Roll a strength check. Oh, so, 18. Bro, how the fuck do we have the same strength? I added to it recently. You've been training me. Man, Brock's got to get back to the gym. And what was your total? 18. Describe to me how you get out of this uh, this grapple. I was like, I'm not, like I, my first thought was like you dislocated a thumb and then pulled out and then... Ugh, no. <laughs> that sounds like something Brock would have taught you. That, that's not so much something Ruby would do. I would imagine that like... Because it's, like it's like a chain with a hook that's wrapped around itself on your arm, so... I imagine that it's actually the same movement that got her ungrappled as the one she was doing to like make the anvil like with her hand she moved her hand to like kind of make the anvil and it like dislodged the chain that was around her also nothing dislocated because i don't want to think about that okay are you doing anything else then or that that's the end of your turn i think i think that's 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 all i'm doing it is now the one with the scar on his head on his helmet i mean uh first he has to see if he is no longer all fucked up all fucked up what is the dc again on razzle dazzle 19 uh yes all yar can't see shit um (laughs) Yeah, uh, he he seems to still be a little disoriented. He takes another swing at you. Oop, just fucking threw that. Honestly, I heard that. Yeah, this time he actually just moved forward to actually, like, uh, swing at you. Uh, what is your parry plus 10 again? My parry plus 10 is 20. Ah, yeah. Again, he's just a little too disoriented. He, he swings wide. Like, he, he should have taken, like, two more steps forward if he really wanted to make contact. Haha. <laughs> Yardak, the one that uh, tried to attack you before mm-hmm. with the chain when he first landed... He goes to try to do it again, so I'm going to need your dodge plus 10. 20. Nope, he makes contact, though. God damn. Uh, so once again, a contested strength check. Oh, hell yes. 26. <laughs> it started to wrap around you, and you just use your other hand. You use the spear that you had out front to, like, knock it away. Hmm. Okay. Oh, stop that. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. And then he is actually, he's going to reach forward. The suit itself has like a permeable layer of water that, that forms up around his hand. Not the dune still suit. He does some healing on the guy who was, uh, who was having trouble seeing. Oh, fuck me. I want this suit. <laughs> well, beat him up and take it. Uh, yeah, the guy with the hook for the arm tries to, basically has to like get the anvil off of him. 
Oh shit, he's still up? I mean, he's down. Oh yeah, that was, sorry, that was one you knocked out. I, I was about to say, between the two socks and the dome piece of the fucking anvil, if this guy can take that, I'm not liking our odds here. The guy with the hook arm was the one that, uh, I'm starting to get confused about who attacked who, I'll be honest. The one with the hook arm goes to make a swing at you, Yardak. It's gonna be a parry plus 10 this time. Never mind. Okay, 18. 18? Mm-hmm. Swing and a miss. These guys are uh, not, not doing their best. Man, That's fine. For some supposed tough guys, you fucking suck. Oh. The last one says, retreat. Returning greater numbers. And when he does that, basically all, all five of them jetpack out. Jetpack. I was gonna try and hit one of them, but fuck it, dude. The jetpack's cool. I'll let him go. <laughs> Brock's just sitting there like, oh, that one's a new one. Leaving you once again in the broken remnants of a laser hut. Well, we've had no questions answered and many concerns raised. Yeah. What the fuck? Yardak, you recognize what the fuck that is? I have no fucking clue. Well, that bodes well. I suppose we should go explore. It doesn't look like anything's functional here. Are we in the future? Because the future looking real bad. Just for the sake of trying, I want to roll a technology check to see if everything truly is fucked in my hut. <laughs> sure, go for it. All right, I figured this is me pissing in the wind, but fuck it, I gotta piss. How much do you have in technology? Uh, I have... 10 points in technology, which makes that roll to 27. Okay, you have more than I do, so that's why I was asking. Your toaster is fine. <laughs> uh, so the problem is, like, you only have a little bit of power. You're able to get things back online for a few minutes. Uh, the only thing you're able to confirm is that you have no network connection. Can I at least see what the date is in the bottom right corner? It is March 3rd, 2062. Oh, hey y'all, it's been 40 years... No, Ruby sees the word of the future and just goes, Great Scott! Hey out there. So we are knee-deep in another big adventure. So while this is the second appearance of time travel in the context of the show, something tells me this will be considered a uh, slightly more serious affair than the fight against Elon Musk 69420 back in Season 1. I mean, actually, at this point, we are about two-thirds of the way through uh, Season 2 of Masks and Mayhem. It has been an eventful season already, looking back. Uh, we had the appearance of a new ally in Hornet 2, the continued fight against the Green Wave, facing the irradiated experiment that was Decay, that was alongside the trial against Union, plus cross-country traveling with Beowulf Odinson, and now time travel to a post-apocalyptic future. And trust me, it's going to get even wilder in this arc. Also, after the request of some of you out there, we have decided to open up a Ko-Fi for those who are interested in donating to the show. Brandon says that they hope that, uh, with your generosity, maybe one day Brock Balea will be able to turn his laser hut into a laser home. Anyway, the link to that is ko-fi.com slash mayhemcast. No pressure, but every little bit helps us make the show even better. And if you're digging the tunes you hear on here, you should check out Pope Brandon Brownson on Spotify. Links for both of those will be in the description and on our website. But for now, let's get back to the game. So, I have no fucking idea what to do here. I don't have a protocol for being flung in the future. So I feel like our best bet is to pop by the old haunts and see if anyone's still around that can explain. How old is my boyfriend? 40 years older. Oh man, find your kid. Oh, How old oh, is your kid? Oh, fucking badass like one eye Carl. Oh god, is <laughs> Carl okay? Hell yeah.
You keep joking about him. I want to check on my kid and probably Ruby's boyfriend, but I'll be honest, my priorities are a little different than hers. Fair, but like, I don't see my van hanging around here. How do we get there? I can jump. Fine. I can walk. I'm not going to walk through fucking 1984, the Atlantean melodrama. I, yeah, I've i kind of seen Atlantean garb, right? Mm-hmm. I, make, I make clothes that look like Atlantean garb. Okay. You know Atlantean garb from 40 years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm current Rachel's into vintage fashion. Maybe this Atlantean is. I figure those suits are probably beyond my capabilities. I will put on an Atlantean jacket since they fucked up mine. I don't, yeah, here I'll do my thing and I go, here, I make a new version of your jacket and give it to you. Ooh, I wonder if this will get me new character art. Ooh. <laughs> all right so everyone's got on atlantean garb uh what are you doing exactly walking i think carl didn't live in the north side right yeah where exactly did he live in the city i believe it was uh the centennial i mean would that a record be closer well i think my apartment would be closer so we could check on bethany slash jack all right well let's go do that first so from where you are, because the, the laser hut is pretty close to the water, right? Yeah, like mm-hmm. right along the line. So from where you are in the north end, you can see across the river a fortified area around what at least was downtown Riverside. Oh, well, that fills me with confidence. I'm definitely not going right to the giant fuck fortress. As we're walking, I said, Ula Brent said something about grabbing a tablet, right? Or finding Oh, them? yeah, that's right. Jesus, fuck, I forgot about that. I'm gonna put that in the fucking notes. That's why I was like, I should bring that up, just in case. How long does it take us to, like, walk over to where my apartment might still be standing? Slash, I mean, I feel like Bethany might have moved. So, you've gone out, you've seen the heavily fortified area in what was previously downtown Riverside. Where are you going? Uh, gonna go to Carl's house. I thought we were going to my apartment first, right? Oh, okay, Ruby's apartment, and then we'll go to Casa de Carl. Yeah. All right, so how are you making your way? Like, what? what's kind of the... Yeah, no one wants to jump with me, so I guess we're walking. I There's a curfew, and I think they would notice if bound, bound, bound was happening. Not if I kept it in the alleys. I can't just jump on rooftops. I can jump in all sorts of situations. But fine, we'll walk. Uh, so as you're walking, you know, it, it's a decent walk. It's not super long, but you feel as though the area is very deserted. Just once or twice, you think you might have seen like a curtain move in what was previously an apartment. Um, a lot of areas are just flattened or, or demoed in different ways. Oh god, Jack is probably dead. It's been 40 years. Shut up! Look, I'm just hoping that my kid's alive and maybe he has superpowers. I can deal with that second part later, but... So, eventually, you get yourself back to what was previously the Lawson Fletcher apartment, and it's 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 a wreck. Like, you know, the building is still standing, the neighborhood is still there, Jack's pub is still there, um, but it is just, like, absolutely demolished. The sign is half gone, windows are all smashed in. What do you do? I try, I go up to my apartment building, like, to my, where my apartment. Okay, do you have your keys on you? I do. That's what I was gonna, I do have my keys on me. Yeah, you're able to get into the building. Everyone roll uh, either an insight or an investigation check, yeah. Investigate it is. Okay. 26. 11. And it's an investigation. 21. I did not get rid of my sword. It's under the Atlantium guards, but I put it in like a holster. Okay. By the looks of it, this place, how do I put it? It looks like a place that was packed up and abandoned in a hurry. Can I tell whether, like, if this, if does the furniture look familiar to me? It's definitely your stuff, but it's been, much like the laser hut, it's been abandoned for some time. I would like to look for clues. If Bethany left a letter or anything like that. No, no, you don't find anything that points in a direction like as to where Bethany 
might be specifically. Okay, I go to what it would have been in my bedroom. Same thing. Again, the whole house just looks like people were grabbing stuff, putting it away. Like there's like clothes strewn about, but like you notice enough missing articles and like your and your luggage bag is missing and stuff. Do I see anything of like sentimental value lying around? No, again, on a similar note, like a lot of that seems to be gone too. There is like one broken picture of all of you, you, Bethany, Rickard, Yardak, Laserhawk, like from one of your times at the pub. Do I recognize when this picture was taken? Do you recognize? Yeah, this is like from one of the the times like within the last couple months. I'm trying to figure out whether this is a future where we just haven't been around because we jumped into the portal. Gotcha. There's not enough to go off of here. That's what I'm trying to see of any clues that I existed after that moment gotcha mm, yeah. yeah but I am taking that photo with me alright can we chop inside Jack's pub and see if there's anything in there sure is everyone else just joining Ruby what are y'all doing yeah I don't want us to split up like while Ruby's do that I can probably hop across the street real quick and just hey I'm gonna check in Jack's pub everything's abandoned and quiet there's holes in all the buildings yell if you need me <laughs> alright uh, yeah I'm gonna say I think this is while Ruby's looking at the picture and, or finding this picture let's talk you jump over there it's kind of the same idea like just abandoned tables are turned like you do see to like a certain degree it looks like some things were set up as like a barricade area would there happen to be a working phone in here <laughs> no worth asking it's always worth asking i'm gonna hop back and report that i've seen jack with a side of shit <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> yardak what are, are you up to anything in particular uh i want to stick with ruby i really don't want us to split too far apart mm-hmm. okay do me a favor roll a perception check uh-oh 24. Yeah, it's kind of right as uh, Laserhawk is getting back and reporting. You hear like a crack of glass and you recognize the sound of footsteps outside. And this is just Yardak that hears this? Yeah. Okay. I want to creep to the window and give the nosy neighbor look through the blinds. It looks like a SWAT team. Oh shit. So more of those guys? Like are they in like the same kind of like uh, outfits? No, 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 no. Like this looks like like a group of of, of humans in tactical gear. Oh, okay. With like uh, like AR-16s. I'm still like, I look like visual aid, right? Right, yeah, as far as I was aware, you all, I guess, no, no, wait, you all were put on Atlantean garb. Yes, Atlantean garb, but under that I have, like, the visual aid shit. Yeah. Yardak, do you do anything? I want to then uh, move away from the window so there's absolutely no chance of me being heard or seen, and then go to Ruby and tell her that I just saw a group of what looked like some kind of SWAT team dudes out on the street. And I asked the same question, like, the guys we just saw? No, 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 these ones were different. They don't look Atlantean at all, they just, I don't, they, they could be random guys, it could be military, I don't know. Interesting. And I go, no offense, right now, I'm thinking humans are probably our better bet for us. Can we say that this is when Brock walks in? Sure. Uh, Yeah, I imagine you were already there. I thought you were like, just like- I'll be perfectly honest, interacting with nobody until we find someone we can trust is probably our best bet. I agreed. Yes, and then also, if we do want to interact with humans, we shouldn't look like Atlanteans. Yes. That's a solid idea. I'll make you a scarf. What, to hide my gills? Yes. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'd like to get out of there without fucking interacting with those guys personally. Agreed. Can I just say I know a back way out of the apartment? There's not really a back way out. Like, you could go out a window, I suppose. Is there a fire escape? Fire exit would probably lead right to those guys if we saw them out the window. Never mind. Yardak saw them out, like, the front window. You have, like, a side window that goes into the alley. Let's go out the alley that Austin used to jump through. Oh. Stop bringing up dead people. (laughs) We're kind of, you know what, let's- They're probably all dead. Except for Austin, he's back again. (laughs) (laughs) oh do you think pam's still alive i'm keeping my fingers crossed i make a ladder to go out the window and i climb down it okay i jump out but not like lasery but not like lasery yardak no i'm gonna take the goddamn uh ladder (laughs) all right i want you all to roll stealth checks okay that because you're in an otherwise silent uh neighborhood 
Yeah, okay, I mean, not the best. It's gonna be a nine, and then what is my stealth? Oh, thank god. 18 altogether. <laughs> I've added a lot into stealth. 19. 23. Again, we've worked it in the backstory that Ruby's been training with Lizardhawk, so. Yeah, I think you all reach the ground. And as soon as we're all down, I get rid of the uh, ladder right away. No evidence. And I want to say, I locked my apartment. We locked my apartment. How about we skidoo skidoo the fuck out of here? As you're leaving, as you try to make your way out, do you hear one of them go, all right, moving in, looking for tangos and for any civilian hostages? Yeah, this doesn't fill me with confidence, but I also feel like this might be the DM trying to throw us a bone. I can't tell. Walk me through your your thought process when you heard that statement then. There is a group of dudes going around looking for tangos. We heard from the dickheads earlier that they were coming back with reinforcements. What's to say they're not looking for us? Am I danning right now? A little bit. (laughs) All right. Also, ow. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. I'd like to turn to the other two and say, okay, you two be ready to run if need be. I'm gonna go say hello. Uh, I don't feel like that's wise. Why are we doing that? Because everyone's probably dead, and I don't know what's going on, so I should ask someone. (laughs) Just go out. The fuck? And I go, they they seem human, right? They look human. I don't know. Are they human, Yardak? You've got a better idea of what Atlantean physiology looks like. I mean, yeah, they seem human to me, but... Okay, then we should get rid of the robes, right? Probably, as I take off the jacket. It's kind of warm today anyway. It's Apocalypse March. What do you mean it's warm? Apocalypse March. (laughs) Regardless, I'm gonna go say hello. And I want to round the corner, hands raised. Don't shoot, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. They all kind of turn towards you, guns raised, flashlights on. One of them holds his hand up, and the other and the others all like lower their weapons. So hi, I don't know if you remember me. My name's Laserhawk. One of them cocks their head. A half hour ago, I was forty minutes in the past. Anyone want to catch me up? Forty minutes. Forty minutes. <laughs> you said a half hour ago, I was forty minutes. <laughs> 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 you jumped a good 10 minutes good job imagine that guy you know actually no that, that would be a pretty decent superpower like you don't go crazy time jumping but just you know 10 minutes my name is Laserhawk, and a half hour ago I was 40 years in the past do I have to keep my hands up or are you gonna try and shoot me the guy makes another hand motion everyone pulsters their weapons um, except for one guy who kind of like turns around and like is watching the, everybody's six okay you good on you I point to the guy watching everyone six sir do you know where you're at Did you hit your head? I'm in Riverside City. Don't patronize me, soldier. Sir, we're trying to collect any civilians to get them out out of harm's way. What is harm? What is going on? Did we miss the part where I said I was 40 years ago, a half hour ago? Do I gotta shoot some fucking lasers for you to remember me? Sir, I think you're going through a traumatic incident. I need you to come with me. I spark my fists up. What's going on, man? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Also, keep in mind, these guys all look like they're in maybe their 20s. And it's at this moment that I realize how young they are. Oh, you guys weren't born yet on Sparks Fist. I'm sorry, this is confusing for me too. And I go, also hands up, just go like, they don't seem to be trying to kill us at this point. And I go, I take the Atlantean robes up, come out, you know, as visual aid. And I go, I assume you guys don't know who I am either, but I I can't attest to the being 40 years ago. Like half an hour ago, they all kind of start looking at each other, and the one, the one who's kind of seems to be in charge, just kind of shrugs his shoulders. Look, folks, I don't know what's going on exactly. You know a lot more than us. 
If you want to come back downtown with us, we'll fill you in, but we cannot stay in this area. Wait a minute. Downtown looks like the not safe place. It's the only safe space left. So that giant fortress is ours? It's the only thing we have left. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I mean, I'm sorry to hear that, but oh, thank God. <laughs> and I go, one moment, and I go, gesture for your deck to come. The scarf is staying on. And I go, one moment, because I, I joked about the scarf earlier, and I go and make you a scarf, and I go, keep this on your neck. <laughs> so I think you're going to need to roll a deception check then oh god Ooh, 17 and 26 yeah okay you and your funny little ass guy aren't really noticed <laughs> oh thank you freddy <laughs> and i go this is a friend of ours also from 40 years ago this is our himbo yeah <laughs> hi uh lieutenant percy jackson here shut the um, fuck up <laughs> what and i go excuse me what is your name Lieutenant Percy Jackson? Your parents must have been big readers. You stealing lightning lately? He does not seem to recognize at all what you're referring to. And then I just go straight up, are you needed for a book character? What is a book? Again, we'll answer all your questions. Let's just, just follow us, please. All right, let's go. And I say, should I have a weapon out just in case? Being armed in this area is never, never a bad idea. I take my sword out. They take you around the corner and you see what I would describe as a modified vulture aircraft. It looks a lot like the ones that you've flown in before, but it just looks sleeker, darker, stealthier. how they get this kind of tech? It's been 40 years. They must have found the underground. Oh man, I don't wonder how the underground is. Probably fine. The exact same. <laughs> I mean, if it's underground, it's easily flooded. I mean, it was before. What's your point? Everyone's got waders. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, they load you up onto the craft, and it takes off barely a whisper of a sound as it as it takes off. Holy shit, it's quiet. Fuck, we need us one of these. And you're high above Riverside now, heading towards downtown, crossing the river. They're going in kind of a very steep arc, like, as they are going across the water, very lot higher, once they've crossed the water, coming back down. I presume that we're sitting in the back with a bunch of young bloods. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's, uh, Lieutenant Jackson's doing the flying, the other ones are all hanging off the side like a Huey. I want to turn up to Private Public or whatever the fuck this guy's name is and ask, so is everything like this? Everything I've ever seen. Like, over the entire world? I'll be honest, I haven't seen a great deal of it. Last couple years, everyone's retreated back to here. I've, I've been throughout the South. I've been, I was in the Midwest for a little while as I was making my way up here. Have you been to Texas? No, ma'am, sorry. You know, guys, I feel like we're not gonna get to Hydra anytime soon. <laughs> Hey, you know, upside, he's dead. He's probably dead. Maybe if we time this time travel right, we can get there right in time to go after him. Yeah, we can fucking hope. Where the shit's Robert when you need him? <laughs> I, that is a very good question, Robert. <laughs> yeah, I turn back to private public or whatever the fuck this guy's name is. So, like, are any post-humans still alive, or is it pretty much just us right now? You're the first ones we've seen in quite a long time. That's why I thought we, like, you talked about time travel, I thought you were just another person kind of going through trauma. Oh, I mean, yes, but not in this instance. Sorry about the whole sparking the fist thing, by the way. It's confusing times by the look of it, Private. Listen, no offense taken. Hey, uh, we're gonna be coming down quick here. Uh, everybody hold on to something. Alright. He basically cuts the engine, and you just start going straight down. We. What the fuck? How is Yardak reacting to this? Oh yeah. Well, seeing as how me as my person hate the Tower of Terror, I would also really hate just a fucking straight vertical goddamn drop. So yes, Yardak is not having a good time right now he is not a fan of flying you can see like on the ground there's basically a set of doors that are just opening up and you all just basically before you're about to go through those doors the engines kick back on to s slow the descent those are some cool strats turns back to private public 
Be sure to congratulate whoever came up with that maneuver for me. That was cool. I wish we had that back in Fallujah. Private public responds. <laughs> Fallujah? <laughs> That's his name now. Fallujah? I hardly knew her. Oh yeah, kid. Even before the 40-year <laughs> time travel, I was old as shit. Actually, you say that statement, Yardak, and they all clock you immediately as, uh, <laughs> as being an Atlantean. Terrorist spotting. <laughs> All right, so you land, the two doors above you reclose again, and then a moment later, like, overhead lights come on, and you see you're kind of in, like, a hangar bay. Sergeant Jackson, was it? Lieutenant. Lieutenant Jackson, who did we talk to to figure out what the fuck's going on? You all are pretty different, it sounds like you may be some heavy hitters we could be using, I'm taking you to the boss man. All right, who's the boss man? As you're saying that, he's kind of guiding you, and you see a bunch of people basically, like, crowded around a table, like, it looks like a lot of big maps laid out on a table. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's a whole lot of mapping answer to my question. And you see... A lot of young guys and a few people that look like uh, they've, they've seen some shit. And the guy running it all, he's got a mane of kind of silver hair pulled back. And he's chewing on a big cigar. As Jackson walks up, he looks up at a lot of you and his jaw drops and the cigar falls out of his mouth. Wait, it's... Who the fuck is that? It's... Oh, fuck. I can't think of his name right now. It's Ramos, right? No. My God. Ruby. Oh, my God. No shit. Yardak. Laserhawk. Record? This is impossible. Oh my god. And he actually, like, pulls out his gun. I mean, fair enough. Like, I put the sword on the table, I go, it really is me. We jumped through a portal and ended up in the future. I'm a sad, drunk alcoholic with a hardly functional relationship with my kid. Only you would know this about me. <laughs> Everyone knows that about you. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear, you hear a voice going, Oh yes, of course, certainly. Yeah, some of your best friends show up in the middle of nowhere, right when we would need them. Convenient. Who the fuck are you? They step out into the light and it's Adrian Hughes. Absolutely not! Oh, fuck you! Are you sure this isn't some kind of Atlantean sorcery? Oh, what's an insult I've only used on Adrian Hughes? I don't know, but you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of garbage capitalist, and in a universe where the Atlanteans didn't get to it first, I have no doubt that you would have ruined everything. Do you believe it to me now, you fuck? One moment, her eyes flash white. My god, they are telling the truth. My god, what the fuck did you just do with your eyes? <laughs> I'm a telepath, dipshit. And I go, huh? I was like, I don't know. It's been a while. I'm not assuming you've waited around. Look, Ruby, it's been 40 years. That's a man friend now. What is the last time you saw me? We haven't seen any of you in, it's gotta be, 20 years. Only 20? Huh, wait a minute. What the fuck happened before? It's been 40. We lost you. All of you. Oh, that fills me with confidence. Did I at least have a cool death? I wasn't there. So we didn't just disappear from time when we jumped through the portal. We kept living after that point. You never mentioned anything about a portal. Yeah, look, there's a lot of stuff on both ends that we need to get caught up on. This isn't our same reality, I don't think. I don't think so. I think they're parallel. Cool. God, I wish the crafter was here. This would be a lot. He'd be able to make sense of all that. Fuck me sideways, you and I both. Hey, speaking of... Is Pam dead? You guys for Pam first and not your child? It's been 40 years. Just let me go in order. I expect him to know the whereabouts of Pam more than my kid, but we're getting to that one. Yeah, Hornet, Hornet one missing in the same offense. <sighs> Record, is my family alive? I have no idea, Laserhawk. Fuck, I was hoping the kid would have powers He might, I don't, I don't really know. There's been, we're barely holding it together. Hughes, can you take over the meeting? I'm gonna talk with a lot of them. Yeah, boss, sure. So you were working with Adrian Hughes. Interesting. Desperate times, I guess. I mean, it's been 40 years and a lot's happened. Here, follow me. And he takes you all back to like uh, an office space. Before we saunter off, I actually want to say something to Hughes. Okay. Hey, thanks. Don't 
mention it? For what? Helping out, dickhead. You were a bad guy last time I saw you. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, the enemy of the enemy is my friend, I suppose. That's some rhetoric I can get behind. Now, if you don't mind, I have to go figure out what the fuck is going on. And then, I think we've got some skulls to crack. And you get back into the office, and Rickard just kind of lets himself fall into a chair and kind of just rubs his hands over his face and runs his hands through his hair. Hey, Ruby, can you make this guy a shot? Would you like a shot? I, I don't drink anymore. Not that there's many opportunities to begin with. Hey, Ruby, can you make me a shot? Make, <laughs> make a shot and it's a lizard Pound. Okay, let's go. Well, if Adrian didn't confirm it, I feel like that would have confirmed that this was true. Yeah. I, uh, my god. I, I want to say it, though, but when he left, I grabbed my sword and took it with me. God, I'm I'm surprised that Adrian didn't put up more of a fight about you, Yardak. I'm going to put up a fight about her. I just give me a bit. I'm a, still a bit shell-shocked. Yeah. What the hell happened? What was happening when y'all... Also, Rachel just kind of wants to know, how's he looking older? Oh, he's a fucking silver fox. <laughs> <laughs> good, 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 good. Things are things are looking A plus for Ruby. He looks like a little haggard because you know living in an apocalypse will do that. But like he's fit, still got a full head of hair. Look again, he does have a big silver mustache. Take for you know, take that as you will. Ruby is just like in her own timeline. She's got a nice glimpse of the future. It's looking good. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> to answer your question, do you remember the old Union trial? Yeah, yeah, of course. We were a couple months after that when we got thrown here. Oh, wow. 2022, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, that was not long before it all started. Before what all started, bud? He kind of just gestures broadly. <laughs> <sighs> Gesturing answers nothing, dude. I need some specifics. So right before we got we got sent here, honey, I don't know. Is that appropriate for me to say? <laughs> Genuine question. I haven't heard from you in 20 years, so I'm gonna let you do what you feel is right, because we're not exactly on the same time frame here. Oh god, that's like my backstory levels of depressing. So, uh, Yardak's friend, Ula Brin, he had just been on the phone, what, what is it called? Ripplecom. The Ripplecom. And then all of a sudden she called back, uh, she came through a portal looking haggard and people came after her and she sent us through it and said something about grabbing a tablet? I haven't heard from Ula Brin in years. She went off the radar. Well, off the radar was in my hut, bud. She had a crazy theory on how to get everything taken care of. Here, I'll, I'll walk you through everything that I know. So I'm I'm guessing, especially just knowing like there were some Atlanteans that were on, I guess, the human side? I really still don't know what exactly what happened. Here's what we understand. At some point, Yarkalen killed Yarkaven took over Atlantis. Oh god damn it, I knew your Kardashian was gonna do something stupid. He he took over Ula Brynn had a had a fancy name for him, but we just came to calling him the Shocktopus. And Yardak, you're the only one who would know what this is, just from the name alone. Mm-hmm. It, this is what the Atlanteans in short call the creature. Mm-hmm. And the baby one, you described it once as your greatest fear, and it is what you got your spear from. No, it's blow beak. Mm-hmm. And that's from a baby one. Once he took over Atlantis, he turned his sights on us and we weren't having none of it you know he he rallied the people and his, and his he has an army of those things also I want to point out that our big bads went from court to eldritch beings <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're the same thing. RC, you need to branch out. He's got an army of those things. They're gigantic. They're- Wait, hang on. He killed us. Yeah. Yardak, you're gonna have to have a very difficult conversation when we go home. 
Yeah, you don't say. Oh, but I do. Carry on record. You know, we were holding our own for a good long time. We thought we had a plan. We were going to take... You had Ulabrin helping us out. We were going to take on... Go right for him. Right into Atlantis. We thought we had all our ducks in a row, but he was he was setting us up all along. He knew what we were going to do. That's when we lost you. I, I'm sorry I wasn't there. You have nothing to apologize for. Clearly the last few years have been just as rough on you as... Well, maybe not just as rough, because, you know, we're dead, but... Who was? Who else was with us? Did, did anybody else die? Fuck! How did I? And you know, I, I look at Rickard and I go, I I forgot to ask because I think I was too scared. How? What about Bethany? I haven't seen her in years. You know, this is to the best of our knowledge, this is the only stronghold left. Oh my god! You know, there's scatterings of folks, but this is the only real settlement left. I was gonna say, can I? Is Rickard in the photo I found? Yeah. When I was trying to figure out like what was going on, I went by my old apartment. I found this, and I handed the photo to Rickard. He gasps a little bit, and like after a moment of contemplation a single tear runs down his face and he wipes it away and i go you keep that i hopefully i get back to my time and that photo still sitting on my desk so this crazy theory that ula Bryn had hit me daddy-o she was talking about these ancient atlantean tablets that if she was able to gather them she could possibly take back control of the shocktopuses from yarkalen and where would her research be or have you not managed to hang on to that I didn't. She like she started talking about this theory, and I, I had to keep my focus on what I could do to, to maintain this. I swear to God, this cryptic Jabberjaw society is going to be the fucking death of me. <laughs> well, the death of everything, and I just point out a window. Yeah, that's a fair point. It was the death of me. <sighs> Once they took down the Condor, we all rallied back to here. We couldn't take any chances. That's why we stopped really going on excursions, on missions. Turns the Yardak. Well, what do you know about the seven plot MacGuffins? I'm at a fucking loss. She said something about a tablet, right? Yeah, that was... Well, actually, now that I think about it, that probably wasn't my Ulabrin. That, that was probably this Ulabrin that came back to get our help. She did look different. Yeah, so she probably came back as, like, one last-ditch effort for us to try one more time. That would make sense. Neat. That doesn't help us figure out where these fucking things are. Do you have a phone? Yeah, AT&T hasn't been up for a while, Brock. That's the Ruby actually starts genuinely left. <laughs> like, no, we don't have phones. I got a walkie-talkie. What are, who are you trying to reach? I don't fucking know yet. I just figured that I would see where we're at technologically. You have a super fucking version of the Vulture. I don't know. I thought it was worth pissing in the wind a little. No, I mean, all, all of our... We've got satellite communication still, but anything land-based is gone. The grid is pretty much down. We got downtown here wired up, uh, you know, between Ulabrin's magic and, and help from... Adrian and, and a few other old faces. Would Data Kraken happen to be one of them? Unfortunately not. Uh, is he alive or would you know? Just asking Rickard, like, so alive and he'd be like, I don't fucking know, dude. Alive, go fish. You know what? I should say that to be fair, he doesn't actually know if y'all are alive or not. Oh, great. That fills me with even more confidence. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because remember, he said he wasn't on the mission. Well, obviously, we gotta go find the seven Dragon Balls so we can fucking wish Krillin back again. <laughs> You were saying stuff about old faces, anyone we would know? God, who all is there? Um, we've been able to, you know, round up a few folks who've acted as some muscle for us. Uh, Crystal Tiger. <laughs> Emily Hahn, a.k.a. Wraith. More indifferent about that one. Burt McIntyre. <laughs> Wait a minute, Burt's working with you? Yeah, who'd have thought that the apocalypse might bring the apocalypse man around? Oh, I mean, it's in the name. <laughs> Him and Tiger have been out on a mission trying to see if they can find anything of use. Burt McIntyre and Crystal Tiger working together, it must be the end of the world. They hated each other. Anyone else? I mean, I understand I'm pulling at straws here, but at this point... Anyone who didn't 
and Hades at one point? Like, is Gemini still around? Anyone? Is Midnight Hydra dead? Midnight Hydra is dead. Good. We got one. He and Gemini were both on the mission where y'all went. Well, that's good. Oh, oh R.I.P. Gemini. Wait a minute. I worked with God. Things are fucked here, huh? Betsy went down fighting. Like, just point me to your intelligence system. I'll research what I can. See if Ula Bryn had something squirreled away in a hidden file. And then I look, just because I feel like this is going to be the one who is, and I went, what about Dr. Matthews? Sloan? Yeah. I know the man planned to live forever, but I haven't, I haven't heard from him. A lot of folks started breaking out, though, once the system started breaking down. I just keep him more and more people. What about Lydia? Gone. Her, Ramos, Frank, Betsy, they all went out. They were some of the first to go. I hold his hand. I like put my hand on his hand for a second. I'm, I'm sorry to make you think about all this again. I'm trying to play catch up, I guess. No, sure. I get it. It's really good to see you. All of you. It's good to see you too. As I sit down at the computer. Yeah. So like, is there anything in particular you're searching for? Ula Brenton tablet, basically using the vague little pieces I've gotten to see if I can pull something up that would help us. I want to take out my phone, which I assume still has somewhat of a charge. Sure. And I asked Rickard, I was like, would you mind if if I got a photo of you? Just... I'm just imagining you taking a selfie next to a guy who looks like he has a thousand yard stare. <laughs> what I want to see is if we fix the timeline, whether this photo ceases to exist. Oh, gotcha. So I take a photo with him. Yeah, what, what, as I say, so Laserhawk, you're doing research and stuff. What are the other two doing? I'm making a couple daggers and putting them like in my belt. Now that Homeboy has let them know that we're one of the good guys, I take off my scarf. It's getting a little hot. <laughs> That's fair. Yardak, make a perception check. 18. So you do notice it's only like three, but there's Atlanteans uh, off in a far corner. Do I recognize them? No, they're they're strangers to you. They look fairly young. Yard one, yard two, and yard three. I want to walk over to them and say, guys, what are you doing here? What's going on? Why are you on this side and not with Yar Kalen? He's a douche. Well, yes, but I want to hear from them. They're like the Atlantean side. The would-be king is a usurper. And we don't accept his rule. This this one looks to be like, you know, physiology-wise, looks like uh, she's a teenage girl. Oh, so she's only like 150. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, t- uh, what, 200? Or just under? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Anime rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to say to her, well, in my timeline, he was, he could be a bit of a douche. So, uh, you know, I'm not exactly surprised you have that notion. And she's like, your timeline? What do you mean? Yeah, you know, parallel universes, Ulebrin, portals, and now we're here. My dad always said that time is doesn't work that way. It doesn't branch off in that same way. Yeah, yeah, here we are, kid. Funny how parents can be wrong. Ask my kid about that. No, but it's it's one continuous piece. It's not... Whatever, fine timelines, sure. I was like, I don't really know. I either we came from, but we are definitely from the past. But maybe if it's all continuous, if we get whatever we need here and we bring it back to the past, it will fix this future. I don't know. Maybe it's Back to the Future rules. I mean, it's an ancient movie, but it it, it make that would that would kind of make sense. It's kind of like more close to what my dad said. Rock is like quadruple offended that this is being called an ancient movie right now because that came out when I was a kid. At this point, that movie is almost. 80 years old. That movie is currently in current day so old that them going to the future has passed. Okay, yeah, let's keep on making Brock feel old when he's trying to focus on the investigation. And they look at you and they say, so you're an Atlantean from the past? Yes. In our world, it's 2022. Okay. So who are you? Yardak. Her eyes go wide. What? <laughs> oh, now you listen. So you're from 40 years ago, but you died 20 years ago. I told you. We don't know how any of this works. Curious, curious. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, my dad knew all of you. Who the fuck was your dad? Robert Wilson. Who the fuck was Robert? What the fuck? What? Uh.
but you're in Italy. But then, uh, <laughs> just focus on your research. Yeah, I was gonna say, you're getting really pulled into this conversation that you're not anywhere near. <laughs> I assume it's happening in the same room. No, 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 I said that they were way across on the other side of the room. It's still the same room. Yeah, but I'm talking like a, like a hangar. Hey, wait, is Robert Wilson the crafter? Yes. Okay. Oh, well, your dad wouldn't know about time travel. Yeah, a little bit, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it holds more weight now. So no one else is going to have my reaction. Okay, I guess I'll be over here not hearing. <laughs> and I go, so I assume y- your mother was an Atlantean then, just because I knew your father. Definitely not an Atlantean. I want to, like, kind of tilt my head to the side and be like, yeah, I, I know him. Uh, lack of gills. Yeah, yeah, mom was an Atlantean. A genuine question. Did we know that an Atlantean and a human could have children? No, I don't think, you know, we never really talked about it, but I don't think mom and dad knew either. Interesting. You know, good for you on the existing, I guess. I, was like, I go, I like you, kid. I just want to look at her and go, any of our other friends have kids you hang out with? I mean, who are your other friends? Gemini, Bethany. No, those don't ring a bell. Sorry. What about Carl? Does Carl ring a bell? You know, I'll ask you again. You're not here. Did you ever know anyone named Carl Balea? Yeah. Yeah, old man Balea. Old man Balea. Old man Balea. Oh my god. I mean, he'd be like near 60. Fuck you for having me just out of earshot. You're a dick. No, and then I'm gonna go, yo, Brock, get over here. I throw myself in the wheelie chair as hard as I can. Stop halfway. Use my lasers to kick the rest of the way. What's up, Ruby? What were you just saying? Uh, old man Balea? Throw self out of seat. Carl? Yeah. Where? It, he's not in Riverside. I don't I don't know where he's at exactly. But you've seen him. Or so, heard something about him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was there when I was growing up. By the way, this is the crafter's child. <laughs> what? <laughs> crafter has ki- okay. Yeah, he crafted a child. Shut the fuck up, Yarnak. And I go, I- I'm sorry if I'm- This is Brock Balea, Carl's father. I don't appreciate you using my real name like that, but hey, kid, you won't remember me. We're in the future! I'm still getting used to that! Uh, hi, M- Mr. Balea, I guess? Look, I gotta get back to research soon, but what's he like? Good. <laughs> Little bit of a maniac sometimes, but good. Oh god, define maniac. Uh, just, you know, he's always throwing himself into missions. Fuck, I was hoping he'd be like his mom. What do you mean throwing himself in missions? Look outside! What do you think she made? Last time I saw my kid, he played Minecraft all day. Plot twist, that's what he's still doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he defeated the Ender Dragon. (laughs) That's my boy. Is it weird that your kid's older than you? Uh, She says to you directly. You know, out of all the things I've experienced today, I feel like it'd be weirder if I could actually see him. But yeah, yeah, this is a lot to take in. What does he do on the field? Kicks ass and takes names, I think is how he'd put it. One, I'm proud. Two, Sparks Fist. Can he do anything like this? Sorta. Sorta. I haven't really seen him, like, in combat. That seems like the kind of thing he would do. Well, that'll be a fun thing to deal with if we ever get back to where we belong. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun conversation to have. Wait, is Yard- does Yardak say anything about all this? Did I? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, miss. Did we ask your name? Ula Crafter. <laughs> Fuck you. They, uh, they just call me Ula. Oh, she is half Atlantean. Are there no other female Atlanteans around? That would get confusing, wouldn't it? I mean, they all have a full name. Well, on this distressing note, I'm gonna go back to waiting on my insight check. Glad we found proof of your son's existence. Did you work with Ula Brin at all? Me? Yes. No, Ula Brin really kept to herself a lot. You know, she worked with the the higher-ups and stuff. I kind of steer clear from her. She seemed a little crazy. I get it. I just try to figure out what the fuck we're supposed to do here, honestly. I want to ask her, so... 
you at least know of Carl. Do you have any kind of idea of his whereabouts or anybody that might? I can definitely ask around for you. God, this has been the weirdest fucking day. Do you want to know how, how weird this day is? My uh, boyfriend, who was actually a year younger than me, was Agent Rickard. <laughs> oh, wow. Hooking up with Director Rickard, Wiggles Eyebrows. Out of curiosity, what was your mother's name? Ula Jingaru. They just call her Ginger. And I go, if we want that kid to exist, we should we should shut the craft her up. So yeah, you're doing research. You're talking to the kid. Yardak, are you doing anything? I don't know. So, I like, I heard that you were kind of, before all this, you were the bridge, the face of Atlantis. Yeah, and looking at this now, I almost regret it. That's not how Dad put it. That's not how you put it either for the longest time. I know, I just, if I'm stuck here, it wasn't supposed to turn out like this. Things were going really well for years now. Years for me. And to suddenly be thrust into this is... I, I don't even, uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say. Hold it together, big man. Spelling my emotional trauma to a 17-year-old girl. <clears throat> anywho, anywho, I, I mean, Director Vicker told us something, but I know kids always have ears that we don't. What's the scoop? What's actually going on around here? What do you want to know? Who are the people with the good info? I'm I'm assuming you have some, uh, but anybody that would be helpful if we might have any mission, things like that. People with specialties. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll do my best to ask around for you. Give me some time and I'll, I'll work some magic. With your mom being Ola Jangaru, do you have any Atlantean abilities or are they more late? Like, can you just hold your breath for a really long time? I've got the basics. You know, I can I can move some water. I can uh, I can I can swim and breathe underwater. That's not a problem. And I say I can't really do all the fancy. The, uh, water workings. The crafters. What is that? Crafter was the crafter was not a post-human. I was going to ask, did you get anything from your father? He gave me a ukulele. <laughs> well, my dad said I'm wicked smart. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked smash. My dad said he thinks I got his brain, but he really hopes that I got my mom's. It was really nice to meet you. And, you know, kind of in a way, seeing like a, a child that's, you know, um, from Atlantis and from the land is... Kind of what Yardek has, you know, what he came here to accomplish. Yeah, I mean, actually, the entire goal. I'll look into some stuff for you, and, you know, hey, uh, she kind of ribs you, and she says, technically, Atlantis is most of the land now. Yeah, fucked, kid. Yeah, kid, you know, make yourself useful. You never know, you might uh, might have you start tagging along. Well, hey, uh, we need to get the, the face of Atlantis back out there, right? Put, put, on, put on the good face. Hey, yeah, I mean, I've only seen me and you as the good ones, so... The other two sitting there like, what the fuck, we're here. I forgot about them, honestly. And then I, I just look and I go, I assume the movie industry is dead, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and she cocks an eyebrow and she says, you really haven't been paying attention, have you? What is an industry? <laughs> I had a day job and I'm assuming it's gone. Chapter 59. On a Distant Shore. Masks and Mayhem uses the game Mutants and Masterminds 3rd Edition by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. If you did want to help the show with growing, that link was ko-fi.com slash mayhemcast. This episode was written, produced, and flung into a horrific future by myself, R.C. Byler, and edited by Pope Brandon Brownson. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on podchaser.com. Our logo art is by Jen Evans, and our font is by A.J. Eason. Our theme music is by Pope Brandon Brownson. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com.
I jokingly at one point trying to set the crafter up with Bethany. No, I'm going to try to make this girl exist. <laughs> yeah, I want to bring her back. I like her. What did everybody think? What the fuck, Robert? Yeah. Holy shit. What the fuck? I did a lot of things tonight. I did a little bait and switch. Honestly. A lot of bait and switch. First of all, we thought we were fighting. We're not fighting Data Kraken. Data Kraken had us go fight. Vapor Kappa. Vapor Kappa. And then I was like, oh my god, we're going to Atlantis. Oh my god, we're in a la- the laser hut. What the fuck? And then my boyfriend's alive and old, but also still hot, apparently. But also still hot. You know, the important thing. <laughs> so let me see. How old, how old is Ruby in 2022? 20 fucking something. I don't know. Oh. God, I'd have to do the is math. Is it on your sheet? Old enough to hop aboard the Silver Stallion. Oh, no. <laughs> silver Stallion. She's 23, but I'm not sure I've ever up- I'd updated this. I think she was 23 when we started. She'd probably be like 26 now. Yeah. Ruby's a little younger than I am. I always thought Rickard was a year or two older than her, but then you established like Later, that Rickard's actually like a year younger than her. Like, I was dating someone younger than me. What the fuck happened? <laughs> Dude, how the fuck do you think you're gonna feel when I see my kid? I better get to see my kid this adventure, RC. Who knows? Uh, you do, motherfucker. <laughs> Without peeling back the curtain too far, I had a lot of crazy shit planned for my obligatory season 3 arc. Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, no, no, this is all too crazy. Time travel, alternate dimensions, I could dial that way back. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I'm starting to rethink a lot of the shit that I came up before wasn't wild enough. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... See, this is the craziest thing we've done. I was gonna say, yeah, I don't wanna- I don't like to make time travel to be too frequent. Yeah. Understandable. So I- because I'm pretty sure myself this. So we didn't just, like, disappear from that time. Right. From their perspective, you were fighting alongside them for a good period of time. Yeah. Cool, because I thought that maybe part of it was we would have just disappeared in time at the moment we left, and they who hadn't seen those in 40 years. I mean, that's what I was hoping for, but knowing that we've totally died doing this before, that doesn't do a whole lot to fill me with confidence. I know, it's a little, it's a little great. It's like, I'm not, not loving it. This is not McDonald's. I don't like it when that is the time travel thing, because all that says is, oh, you weren't there to help, and that's why this happened. Yeah, and that would have been the ego boost Brock could need. Well, but then I thought it was that, because apparently, like, all my, it was a picture I recognized in the apartment, like. Right, because that picture was from before you left. I, I. So that's why I was trying to see, like, if it was a picture that, like, seemed to be from the future. Like, the pic- like from the future as I remembered it. Some, like, if the picture had been from, like, 2030. Pretty much just a little bit after Ulabrin came and got you is when all the shit started. Also, oh, this record- I should have asked, does record have my shit? <laughs> like, that's, uh, that's your concern right now? It's one of them. Uh, but you enjoyed? You had fun? Yeah, this was really fun. I'm glad. Dan, what, are, give me your thoughts. At first, I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh, okay, I got it. And now, multiple shocktopuses? Um. An army of gigantic shocktopuses. Yeah. Mm-mm. I, one of my absolute favorite things in this world is a really shitty, like, B-rated, like, sci-fi channel movie. So, just, mul- like, army of shocktopus. <laughs> Ah, yeah. uh, that's the creme de la creme. You should imagine an octopus mm-hmm. basically spears on the end of its tentacles mm-hmm. that can also shoot electricity. Honestly, y'all should just be glad that Ruby didn't ask how long Space Cadet lasted into the apocalypse. I'm genuinely surprised that didn't happen now that it's been pointed out. Well, some episodes <laughs> were episodes were finished, but nothing got released because, again, the apocalypse. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, again, it sounds like the, you know, people were, you know, society held off for a little while, so. We'll let you know that originally, it just became too complicated because I didn't want to have to introduce a new location. I was going to have uh, the last stand area be Blackbrush. I was originally going to have that be like the location. I was like, no, because then we're going to have to go to a new location and we're also going to be here. So it's going to be hard for me to establish that like, ah, oh, post-apocalyptic future. It's a lot easier when it's like, oh, you're in your own home, but it's covered in dust. That and I've got a lot of flashing out to do for Blackbrush. I have a pretty good idea of what I think that would look like that we obviously need to discuss. Right. Dan, since this is a very Atlantis-heavy arc, I really want to- Yeah. I want your opinions and thoughts. I am going to do everything in my power to bring Homegirl back to our timeline with us. Regardless of what the crafter says, I really want to get together with this Ulebrin to see what the bitch knows now and see if she can't teach me some things. Also, the way we left her, I think she might be dead. No, 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 no. They said that it's only been a couple years since they've seen her. No, but we definitely saw the Ulebrin from this time. And we left her with a couple of the army people. Oh, I mean, she's a badass. She probably lived. Yeah, I was supposed to say, it was like two. If she can't survive that, then homie, you need to find a better fish. I mean, she was covered in blood and clearly had been through a lot of battle already. Yeah, yeah congratulations. That's Tuesday for Brock. She's an old Atlantean lady. That's like super old. Bro. Bro, I'm in my 40s. That's like 890 years. Oh, uh, where's your boyfriend? What side is he on? Oh, God. If I have to fight Yaradamo, I swear. That's how RC will give the nickname of Yara Dickhead permanently. 